Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Hello and welcome to Daily Daf Differently. My name is Ethan Linden and today we are learning Daf Memchet in Masechet Psachim 48. Psachim 48. And I want to focus today on the Mishnah that is on Amud Bet of Daf Memchet. And in this Mishnah, the motivating concern is that when women use a communal uh, bakery oven, and they prepare their matzah to bake their matzah on Pesach, there's a concern that the amount of time they have to wait at a communal oven will allow the the dough that they're using to begin to become chametz. That is, it will take too long to get their dough into the oven, and that at that point the dough will become chametz, and of course then they will be uh, in violation of the laws of Pesach. This, of course, is a problem that it's hard to imagine now, both because we do not make our own challah, matzah, that is, mostly, and also because, of course, we don't generally use communal kitchens, but that's the concern. And uh, in this uh, situation, Rabban Gamliel says that what you can do is shalosh nashim. Three women can knead bread at the same time. That, of course, is K-N-E-A-D, knead bread at the same time time, uh, and then they can bake in one oven, one after the other. That is, he is not particularly concerned about this problem. He says, you know, three women can, can knead their bread all at once, and then they just bake one after the other, and you don't have to worry about the third woman's bread becoming chametz. But uh, the hachamim do not agree. The sages say that, in fact, three women can oskot bavetzek kechad. That is, they can they can be involved, they can be uh, busy with the dough, engaged with the dough at the same time, but that they can't all be neat at the same stage of the process. That is, one can be kneading, and one can be shaping, and the other can be baking, but you can't have three women at the exact same stage of the process at the same time, which is what Robin Gamliel allows. And then you get this very interesting statement from Rabbi, Rabbi Akiva, who doesn't seem to agree with any of these positions that we've just presented, Rabbi Gamliel or the Hachamim, Rabbi Akiva Omer, lo kol hanashim, velo kol ha'etzim, velo kol ha'tanorim, shavin. Rabbi Akiva says, look, this, this whole conversation doesn't make any sense because women, all women aren't the same, and all wood isn't the same, and all ovens aren't the same. That is to say... We, we can't make a general statement about what women can do what with which ovens in a communal setting because we don't know what the details are. The details matter here. Some women work faster. Some women work more slowly. Some ovens are hotter. Some are less hot. This, this whole conversation, says Rabbi Akiva, is, uh, is problematic because the details matter. The particulars matter. And we're making general statements. And just to sort of highlight the general nature, the final line of the Mishnah says, Zehaklal, this is the general rule, Tafach, if the dough begins to rise, 
tiltosh batsonen. That is, you should polish it or wet it with cold water, which will prevent it from becoming chametz. Now, at first, when I read the Mishnah, I assumed that this was actually Rabbi Akiva's kind of correction to the, the two statements that came before, Rabban Gamliel and the Hachamim. That is, Rabban Gamliel says, it's no problem, three women kneading at the same time at the same stage in the process, no problem, where the Hachamim say, no, no, they have to be at different stages of the process to make sure that it never gets to a problem of chametz. Rabbi Akiva says, both of those are wrong because they're not nearly um, cognizant enough of the particularities of, of women and ovens and wood. And so Rabbi Akiva comes in and says, the rule is, if there's a problem with it becoming chametz, just put cold water on it. I thought that was the nature of the Mishnah. But then later in the discussion in the Gemara, we have this uh, statement that Rabbi Akiva challenges Rabban uh, Gamliel's position specifically. Uh, it says, Tanya Amar Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva uh, says, Danti Lifnei Rabbi Gamliel. I was talking about this with Rabban Gamliel, literally in front of, before Rabban Gamliel, and I said to him, uh, did you, my teacher, Rabbeinu, our teacher, did you learn this with Nashim Zrizot, Oba Nashim She'en Zrizot? That is, is this, is your position about um, women who are uh, quickly moving or not quickly moving? Uh, is it about Eitzim Lachim, Oba Eitzim Yaveshim? Is it about moist wood or, or dry wood? Is it about a Tanor Cham or a Tanor Tzonen? Is it about a warm oven or a cool oven? In other words, saying like, you know, your, your position doesn't have enough specifics in it. And then, according to this um, version of it, Amarli, he, Rabban Gamliel, said to me, Ein anu Actually, all, all you have is what the Hachamim taught. Zeha Kalal, this is the Kalal, Tafach Tiltosh Batsonen, that if it begins to rise, again from the Mishnah, it says, if it begins to rise, you wet it with cold water so that it doesn't uh, become Chametz. So, it's, it seems to me that what's happening here is that there's an argument uh, between Rabban Gamliel and Rabbi Akiva about whether or not in a case like this, in a concern about chametz, in a situation of a communal kitchen on Pesach, whether or not the particulars of the situation matter or not. That is, Rabban Gamliel clearly wants to establish a general principle that holds good in all cases, and Rabbi Akiva says, you know, in this particular situation, we really need to have a more uh, small grain analysis, a more finely tuned analysis of the situation, not making a general rule about all women and all ovens and all wood because those things matter when we're talking about the kind of timing that is necessary on Pesach. And I like this this conversation because in some ways it, 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 it goes to the heart of the, the conversations about many things in our legal tradition, which is how much should the specifics of a case matter or how much should we strive, sort of regardless of the specifics, to create general principles that we can live by no matter what our situation. And in some sense, that is, of course, exactly the struggle uh, that we engage in uh, in modern Jewish life. How much should the specific facts of individual cases matter? 
versus these general principles that have been postulated. And sometimes I think Rabbi Akiva is right that we need to uh, drill down a little bit into the details instead of simply establishing rules. But sometimes I think Rabban Gamliel's inclination is correct. That is, we establish a principle and we are expected to meet ourselves to that principle regardless of our particular situations. Perhaps the best working legal systems, the best working religious traditions try to keep a balance between the position of Rabban Gamliel and the position of Rabbi Akiva in this sort of situation. Thanks very much, and we'll talk again tomorrow. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.